Hello, everyone. Welcome to Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Castanis. This is episode 59, season three, and we have an interesting show coming up. Uh, so first off, uh, this program is brought to you by Folgers Flake Coffee. And here's a commercial with Mrs. Olson from 1978. Enjoy. What did you use the automatic drip coffee maker? Folgers Flake Coffee. Delicious. Mmm. What you use in your automatic drip coffee maker? Folgers Flaked Coffee. It tastes great. Great coffee, Mrs. Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Nothing's better in these machines than Folgers. It's a coffee recommended by Mr. Coffee, the best-selling coffee maker. Well, I love Folgers. But what's Folgers Flake Coffee? Flake Coffee releases more of Folgers' rich flavor, so you use less and save money. If you normally use five measures per pot, you'll only need four of Folgers Flaked Coffee. And Folgers is mountain-grown, the richest, most aromatic kind of coffee. Mmm, tastes rich. Ah, oh, delicious. No wonder Mr. Coffee recommends Folgers. <laughs> Mountain-grown Folgers. That's how really good coffee makers make really great coffee. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Okay, I am back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial uh, for Folgers Flake Coffee. Uh, they... Folgers Coffee, they played around, uh, I'm sorry, they showed, uh, they had, uh, I'm sorry, how would I say this? They aired commercials during the 60s and 70s, but uh, they were there, but uh, in the early 60s, they didn't have Mrs. Olsen, they had other actors, and the actress that played Mrs. Olsen, her name was Virginia Christine, and she was in a lot, a lot of television and a lot of movies, and uh, she started her career in the thirties. And, uh, she, she, she ended, uh, being Mrs. Olson around 1979 and she retired. And then, uh, but sometimes, uh, commercials in the eighties, they show clips of her and they still sell the product. Okay. So today's date is September 14th, 2021. And, uh, I have three things to talk about today. Uh, first off, uh, I'm going to talk about uh, Bozo, the world's famous clown cartoon series. Uh, September is uh, Bozo Circus Month, so I will talk a little uh, about that show. And the second thing I will talk about is the Tootaloop radio from Panasonic. And uh, when I describe this radio, I, I think uh, everyone who grew up in the 70s, would remember this radio very well. It's for transistor radio. And the third thing I'm going to talk about is the, uh, it's a tribute to Alison Payne. She was a WGN anchor woman from the nineties. And, um, and then she retired, uh, well, not retired. She left the WGN in 2011. And, uh, she, passed away September 1st, so, and uh, it's very sad. So I'll talk about a little about her at the end of the show. Okay, 
Right now, I'm going to talk about uh, Bozo, the cartoon, the world's famous clown. Get a little information of that. Uh, I mentioned that in a previous uh, podcast episode when I was discussing Bozo Circus. And when the show aired on WGN, they used to feature the cartoon. Uh, Probably one cartoon per show. I remember that. I used to watch it in the 70s. And uh, so uh, the... The cartoon started in 1958, and it was the uh, the art director of the series. His name was Lou Shimer or Shimmer. He he was from Filmation. He remembered doing those uh, the Groovy Ghoulies, uh, Archie, Sabrina, Teenage Witch. He did Gilligan's Island. They did the cartoon version. He did that, and they were 157 five minute shorts. Uh, total. So there was, uh, for example, there were 20 in 1958, 20 episodes, 85 in 1959, and 1952, you know, I'm sorry, in 1962, they had 52. So they skipped, uh, oh boy, they skipped uh, three years to do that. I don't know what happened. And uh, it featured Bozo, the clown. The voice was Larry Harmon. He was a uh, he had the license, you know. He had the license rights to the character, and uh, you know he was very, uh, from what I gather, a lot of people. He was a very stingy man and very strict. Also strange, you know. But uh, let's not go into that. Anyway, um, so Larry Harmon, and uh, but his real name was Lawrence Weiss, and uh, and uh, an interesting thing about him, he also produced cartoons for uh, Laurel and Hardy cartoon. And uh, I don't know if he did Dab and Costello. No, I don't think so. Just Laurel and Hardy did that. I remember the cartoons that was Laurel and Hardy and Dab and Costello. I remember on Channel 9, we used to air those. And uh, so he dressed up as Bozo sometimes. And then, interesting, in 1984, he, re- he was a write-in candidate for the presidential election at the time. And uh, he didn't get many votes. Uh, according to some sources in Arizona, he only got 21. <laughs> Who would take him seriously to be president of the United States? I mean, go figure. We all know what that means. Anyway, uh, he passed away on July 3rd, 2008. And uh, the rights are turned over for their children. But, you know, you don't see the cartoons on DVD or on television much. Because, uh, I don't know, you could find some of them on YouTube. If you do a search, and you would find those. And I, they're just like what I remember from the show. Okay, and uh, let's see. Uh, let's talk about a little more about the cartoon. Oh, okay, here we go. I will talk about the characters of the cartoon in, in about a moment. But right now, I'm going to play the the introduction of the cartoon series. Uh, if you can't hear it very well, just turn up the volume a bit. This is the introduction of the cartoon. It lasts about 14 seconds. So here it is, the introduction of Bozo, the world's most famous clown. Bozo, the world's most famous clown. In broadsword discord. Okay, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the introduction. Uh, like I said before, if you can't hear it very well, uh, just turn up the volume a bit. It's, you know, just for 
few seconds. Anyway, um, back going, getting back to the Bozo cartoon, um, he had a cast of characters, and uh, I look, I had to do a hard search looking for the the characters and the names. You know, I remember the what they look like. So luckily, I found I found the the list. So I'm going to read the list right now, and I will tell you. Uh, first off, uh, there was Wacko Wolf. He was like a wolf. Well, he looked like a wolf. <laughs> okay. There was Tico and Taco. They, I think there were two Chihuahuas. And there was Super Sniffer. Now, Super Super Sniffer was a dog, and he talked kind of droll. And uh, he had a, a kind of a bone. It was called the XYZ3. It was a form, formulaic, formulatic, had a formula in the bone. <laughs> And uh, whenever he uh, swallowed the bone, he had uh, a superpower with a, a super sense of smell. And then he would, his chest would burst out the letter S. And I remember one episode where uh, Bozo the Clown swallowed a bone by mistake and he had the sense of smell. I think he did or some other superpower. And the, the letter B would burst in his chest. I remember that. So... He was uh, uh, so those characters I mentioned: Wacko Wolf, Tico and Taco, Tico and Taco, and Super Sniffer were there. Also, his boss was Circus Boss, and then there was the bad guy uh, Slippery Bly. He used to be uh, uh, there a lot. There was Punchy McFowl, Professor Tweety Foofer, I think his name. Yeah, Tweety Foofer. Okay, and there was Butchy Boy. You know, that's how uh, Bozo talked his name. And then the the other bad guys were Big Shorty and Short uh, Biggie, I think his name. I can't read that. The other one is uh, Poco Loco, Oodles Duck, Kooky Coyote, and let's see, Alley Cat. And there was a little girl, Belinda. And uh, there was uh, kind of a bird. His name was Irvin. And there was Elvis, the talking dog. And last was Dinky. So those were the, uh, I'm sure there were other characters, but they were the main ones that featured on the episode of the show. And uh, I bought a DVD. It was a bootleg at the Wizard World uh, Chicago Comic Book Convention in Rosemont, Illinois. And uh, I've seen a few episodes, uh, not that many, but uh, they were very fun to watch. And I haven't seen it in a long time. I plan to intend to do that again very soon. So it'd be fun. Okay, so that is all for for Bozo, the world's famous clown uh, cartoon series. Next, next I'm going to talk about uh, the uh, Tootaloop uh, radio from Panasonic. Now, I wrote a story about this on my blog, BanishChicagoLand.blog, on February 22nd, 2020. You can find it there on my blog. And uh, what's so special about this, it was my first radio, my very first radio. And I remember uh, we lived in the Roseland neighborhood in Chicago in the 70s. That's where we lived. That's, of course, I did. <laughs> anyway, um, there was a store on the corner, and it was called Block, uh, I believe Block. And it sold electronics, and it sold radios, uh Mostly radios, and uh, I don't know about televisions, probably. And uh, I saw one on display on the window. And it was called the Tootaloop Radio, or Panasonic R72. It was made in Japan. And uh, 
So uh, this radio did not have FM, uh, just AM. Uh, there was an FM version of the radio. It was called the RF-72. i never seen those. And uh, the radio was shaped like a donut with the hole off-center. And if you twist it and uh, twist around, it looked like an S. And uh, you would uh, have the dial on top. And you can, uh, you know, you can... Uh, Find your radio station on AM radio. Usually, I uh, I was listening to WLS AM uh, eight, eight, eighty nine in the seventies. I used to listen to those. That was the first time. Also, there was a jack, and they had an earplug, and then they had an earplug, you know, like an earphone. You can listen, or they had a grill on the front so you can listen to radio. So you hold it to your ear like that. It was kind of cool. Uh, my color, the color I had was blue, because uh, but they had. They didn't have green at the time because green was my favorite color. But other colors came in white and red and yellow. And, uh, oh, okay. The uh, the name of the store was called Cy Block Appliance Store. And that was on the corner of East 112th Street and South Michigan Avenue, right across the street from Gate Lease People's Store, the department store. And I remember, I don't know if people remember this in the 70s, they used to have a 7-Up can with a light bulb attached to it. And was flickering, you know, it was like the groovy time, you know. And uh, let's see, and then uh, I listened to WLSAM 890, and the DGs at the time were Bob Surratt and John Records Landecker. And those two guys are wonderful. And uh, Bob Surratt is on WGN radio right now in the mornings. You can listen to him. And they needed two AA batteries. And uh, sometimes it came with stickers, you know, you put on the stickers. That's how the 70s were, you know. And uh, one time I brought it uh, I brought it to school just to show off. That's how kids are. And then, you know, there was one kid that was interested. He wanted to take it. So I never brought it back again. So, no, I didn't want to do that. And uh, so I kept it at home. And I kept it for a long time. And uh, there were other uh, radios from Panasonic at the time uh, that was called the Ball and Chain. And that, uh, it was like a ball and chain. It was called the Parapet. The others were other radio models were the Newhall, Cranford, Clarinda, Auburn, and the Huskin. And the other was a cassette recorder called the Taken Tape. I remember that. And there was one member I memorable item from Panasonic. It was called the uh, what's it called the T, Dynamite TNT A Track Player, and uh, the spokesman who did the commercials was uh, Jimmy JJ Walker from Good Times. <laughs> you can find that commercial on YouTube, and uh, it was Dynamite Eight, so it was an A Track Player, and you can find them on on eBay. Most of those radios. And uh, so it was kind of cool. The Panasonic came out with some interesting products, you know, when it comes to radio. It was uh, very nice. Very nice seeing that. Okay. Uh, next thing I would talk about is um, I found out over the weekend that uh, WGN anchor woman Allison Payne passed away. But she passed away on September 1st, and she was living in Detroit at the time. I think she was she, she, uh, she was born in Richmond, Virginia, but she was raised there. And uh, from what I remember from the 90s, I used to watch her all the time. She seemed like a very nice, articulate lady, very pretty, 
she knew her stuff, you know. She delivered the news uh, immaculately, you know, very, very nice. Sorry about that word. And she was there, and she served the co-anchor from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., and the first uh, anchor she that was with her was Rick Rosenthal. I remember him, but uh, he disappeared. I don't know what happened to him. And then she was uh, paired with Steve Sanders for a long time. And uh, she was a very nice lady, I said. And then uh, she got started in uh, Toledo. And then then she went to Saginaw, Michigan. And she did. Uh, she was a co-anchor there for a long time. And then uh, then she moved to Chicago. And... Uh, but she anchored there until 20, 2009, and then she was uh, she did the evening news. She filled in all that, and then she left in 2011. From what I heard, uh, she was very sick. She had many strokes, and she also, you know, a lot of other uh, health issues. She, she, was, she battled depression, and... Uh, you know, she took a lot of time off. You know, she was absent most of the time. So other people filled in. And she also um, uh, said that she battled alcoholism for 20 years. And uh, she tried, you know, her best. You know, I think she recovered. You know, but you don't really recover. You just, you know, take one day at a time. And, uh, you know, so she left. Uh, hopefully a lot of people would come, that she would come back, but she never did. So I guess she moved to Detroit, back to Detroit. And then uh, from what I heard, that uh, the reason she was depressed because she lost her mother at an early age. So that's, uh, it's very sad. But uh, from what I said before, she was a very nice lady, you know. And uh, when I posted a photo, screenshot of her on my Facebook page, Fan of Chicagoland. A lot of people remembered her and they were very sad about her passing. You know, they took it very hard. And her co-workers too at the TV station here in WGN. So that's uh it's very nice, you know. And uh so we'll see, you know, so they played a tribute for her uh yes on Monday morning in WGN they showed a clip. With her and Steve Sanders, we were having like a, a celebratory dinner, you know, very fancy. And uh, Tom Skilling uh, played the violin. <laughs> He's, he played terribly. And, they, and then uh, Steve Sanders and Allison Payne got up and walked out. <laughs> and then Tom Skilling took the, the bottle of champagne, which I thought was funny. Yeah, it was funny like that. Okay. All right. So uh, I will be back in a moment. Thank you, everyone. Okay, I'm back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, a couple of things I will talk about uh, right now. Uh, this Friday is my 40th high school reunion. We was uh, graduated in 1981. I'm going to the reunion Friday night, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we don't have many people because of COVID, and you know, people are scared. I can I don't blame them, you know, but I wish we had more people. So uh, there will be about 60 you know, graduates there. So it's a good size, but I wish it was like about a hundred more, but we had a big class. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, Saturday, I will not be doing a podcast because I'll probably stay up late. <laughs> you know, so I want to have to, probably Sunday, I'll do episode 60. Um, I'll uh, work on that and get some interesting subjects for that episode. Okay. 
And uh, let's see. So uh, this past week, there were some anniversaries of TV shows uh, that celebrate 55 years. One, I can think of three. Or maybe, well, three or four. One is Star Trek, premiered in 1966. Also, The Monkees, Family Affair, uh, The Green Hornet. You know, so and that girl. So they uh, so fifty five years. So I talked about the fifty fifth anniversary of the TV series Batman. You know more detail, and uh, perhaps I will talk about uh, a little of the, each of the shows that I used to watch when I was growing up. Maybe in a later podcast, we'll see about that. Okay. So that'll be all for today. This is episode fifty nine, season three. Of Vanish Chicago and Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Castanis, and I uh, hope to hear from and I hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, and I will see, uh, see you soon. And so, bye bye for now for me. And here is Ray Rayner saying bye bye for now. Take care, everybody. We have to go. Bye bye bye. <laughs>